The Shep Nas Podcast begins now. You're listening to the Shep Nas Podcast, the podcast by Shepherd Church. Everything we do here is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ, and we're expecting great things. My name is Joey. I get to be the host here, and today I'm joined by Pastor Shelley, and we are going to talk about our worship arts department here at Shepherd and have the final conversation between some of the folks that went to Overflow Conference a few weeks ago up in Michigan. So you're going to want to stick around and listen to this. Hey, Pastor Shelley. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. Nice. Yeah. So um, you got together with about 20, right? How many? 14. 14. (laughs) It's pastoral, pastorally speaking. It was 20. Pastorally speaking, there was definitely at least 20. Anybody pregnant? Because that counts one more. As far as I know. Okay, fine. Okay, so 14 um, went up to Overflow Conference a few weeks ago at the Woods Church in Michigan. we're going to talk a little bit about that. The If anybody's listening and if they listen on a regular basis, they've already heard twice kind of conversation that happened about that. We thought we wanted to wrap it up by talking a little bit more specifically about worship arts here at Shepherd and kind of let you um, talk about what it looks like to be a part of that team and how people could join, um, but also about kind of your heartbeat for worship and how you and Pastor Zach kind of work together to make, um, to kind of bring God's people yeah. Into the throne room yeah. each and every week and kind of keep it in front of us. So would you talk yeah. a little bit about worship and how yeah. how kind of you and Pastor Hat work together and then maybe how people could jo- jump into that? Absolutely. Um, I think the one thing that we've tried to, to make a, a, a constant reminder to ourselves of what worship is because it's, <clears throat> it's so easy to look at YouTube videos and think, oh, yeah, that's really good worship. That, that yeah. music right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we talk about, we, we have this little saying, worship is our response to God mm-hmm. as he makes himself known to us. That's good. And so that doesn't necessarily mean through music, but the best way the body of Christ can worship God together is through rhythm and tones. Mm-hmm. And so music is the obvious choice of, of being able to sing our praises and sing our worship to him. Mm-hmm. So it's such a passion. Zach and I both have that passion to um, see the body just come together and lift voices of praise and adoration mm-hmm. to God. And um, yeah, it's Good. exciting stuff. And, and, and there's just been a a, a new kind of like freedom that we've been sensing the last few weeks. That, yeah, it's been great. Yeah. And seeing people not be a, afraid to lift a, an arm in praise or mm-hmm. come to an altar and kneel in praise. And, um, I mean, that, to me, that that's the best part of my week when, when you see those breakthroughs. That's good. Yeah. And so if you attend Shepherd and you, you come and you participate in our worship services, what you notice is that there's lots of faces mm-hmm. on a platform, um, and they kind of rotate, but that there's always space for people who – who want to be a part of that. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So our um, vocal area for singers, mm-hmm. we start everyone in the choir. Yeah. And there's no audition process. You just have to make a joyful noise. Some make a more joyful than others. We Leave laugh. Pastor Rob out of this. <laughs> Gosh. We laugh He's not together. even here to defend himself. No. We're not even in his no. office today We're not gonna for make him to defend him himself. That. We're not going to make him do that. <laughs> No, it's really, really neat. It's a, I love the fact that it's very multi-generational. Yeah. Um, we just really have a good time in there. And we have times of devotion and times of prayer. But 
our main purpose is once a month we get on the platform together and try to just raise that level of worship a little yeah. bit more. So that's where we begin all our vocalists. And okay. then if someone is interested in being a praise singer, a mic singer, they do need to come in and meet with us, give us their testimony, talk about their music history, yeah. and audition. Yep. Same for the band. Mm -hmm. um, there is no band to be in like the choir <laughs> that's not audition, but we do. You don't, you don't just have somebody up there with an unplugged guitar? No. Or they just get to jam? <laughs> well, maybe me sometimes. <laughs> we just turn that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just turn it off. <laughs> no, we, um, we have a really neat process because it is important to us that mm -hmm. being on the platform that we all know Christ, that we're all on a journey, someplace mm -hmm. on the journey to know him more. And um, so we really try to um, make sure that we're, that that's, that's foundational for us. Yeah. Yeah. And when you hold a microphone, you're a leader. You are a leader. Yeah. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. And same with the instruments. We yeah. want our we want our folks praising and worshiping through their instruments mm -hmm. and that's that's important to us. Good. We have a great team. Yeah. We have a great team. Well, you can always um, get a hold of Pastor Zach, Pastor Shelley. You can email them and talk to them and just ask about, hey, how can I how can I jump in yeah. uh, before we kind of segue into your team and how they, their experience at overflow. Was there anything that um, in that conversation that you didn't, you weren't able to get out because mm. you were letting them kind of, you know, talk, you know, I, about I, the weekend? I speak at the end, um, yeah. but, but after I walk, you know, after you walk away, you always oh, say, sure. I wish I would have said, um, Overflow was very, it was a humble walk for me this year. Okay. God was just really digging into deep things in my heart. And, and it was just like, whew, <laughs> a, a good, a good thing, but yeah. also very, very heavy. <clears throat> but as I walked away the other night, I wished I would have said all of it for God's glory, because mm -hmm. everything we do as a team, we want so badly. Our heart is to see our congregation yeah. have freedom to worship in spirit and truth and so that at the end of the day, you know, when we, we dig through all these things and God's taking us on this journey, at the end of the day, what really matters is as leaders, Zach and I talk about a lot just in our own conversations as leaders, what we want is to see our people yeah. just have freedom in Christ. That's good. That's so, good. yeah. Awesome. And I believe our leaders who went, I mean, our folks who went, the 14. Um, the 20. The 20 yeah. plus, uh, all gained. Well, you know. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes the singers, now. they've got big heads. We just count as two. I'm just kidding. I'm just Help kidding. Us. If you're listening, I'm just kidding. We love all of you. What do I do with love you? Love all of you. But I do believe it was a time where everybody came back growing mm -hmm. and deeper understanding. And it, yeah. it's going to be an annual thing for us. Good. I just, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, hey, we're gonna um, we're gonna go to a break, and when we come back, you're gonna get to enjoy the final installment of our worship team's. Um, conversation around the Overflow Conference. We hope that you enjoy it, that you're blessed by it. Brand new event is coming to Shepherd Church this spring. Springfest happens on April 7th, and your family is sure to love it. There'll be tons of activities from inflatable obstacle courses to a glow party, from a petting zoo to axe throwing. There's even going to be prizes for winners of games and tournaments that we have like Cornhole and Can Jam. Seriously, we can't wait to see you here for Springfest. You can learn more by visiting shepnaz.org slash springfest. Make plans to come and spend the evening on April 7th with us at Shepherd Church. We want to get to know you. Each month, we've got an opportunity. If you're new around here, you're invited to pizza with the pastors at Massey's Pizza in Gahanna. The next one happens Monday, March 20th. 
You can RSVP by emailing Pastor Rob at rpaul at shepnass.org. We're looking forward to seeing you and your family there. Uh, Joshua, as a married man, you now got to go to Overflow. Um, how was your experience? Ah, ay, ay, ay. Um... My name is Josh. I'm, I'm supposed to introduce myself, right? <laughs> yes. That <laughs> okay, my name is Joshua Nadiope. And if you've noticed, I have an, a, a thick accent. So if you don't understand me, ask the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> He's from Kentucky. <laughs> um, where, where did you get your accent from, Joshua? Africa. Okay. Yeah, I, I come from Africa, Uganda. But anyways, one of my favorite moments, I got to get free a hundred bucks. Yeah. Do <laughs> oh, yes. remember that? Yeah. You lucky dog. Yeah. yeah. I still haven't used that. But yeah, I got to get free a hundred bucks. But. So, so Brianna has this spiritual awakening about how, you know, she can trust God. And Joshua's like, I got $100. Sweetwater.com. Come on now. Sweetwater.com. Yeah, but um, actually this is my second time going for overflow. Yes, yes. Um, I have a, I feel like I have a lot to say, and just breathing it out down is 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 interesting. But um, I, f- I feel like like a worship as a worship leader, and I, I think I'm going I'm I'm going to add on what he said and what Gina said. Um, for me, every time I get up on stage, I know it's that's it's it's not about me. Mm-hmm. That's that's not about me. It's about God and His people, and that's what happens every Sunday, and every Wednesday night because that's me. If you are a worship leader out there, you know how it feels on a Sunday evening or a Sunday afternoon. You literally feel drained, mm-hmm. and you feel like you feel beat up. And right. it's I feel like it's more it's more than a physical feeling because you've just been throwing it out there. You've just been feeding other people and uh, to be to, to be to get to a, a, mo- a moment or point where it is about you mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. actually feeding you they're actually pouring into you I feel like everyone needs that mm-hmm. and like I, I don't know if it's Zach who said this uh, you need to be fed in order to overflow I will make another statement is that my and it is it goes you cannot take people where you've never been that's right and yeah. you cannot give people what you don't have yeah. and I feel like it's 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 very important for us to it's okay to rest and worship leaders and leaders out there need to understand that it's okay to rest it's okay to to put yourself in someone else's arms to to like you get what I mean <laughs> to lead you and uh, and I feel like that was it for me. Like overflow, I was like, man, like it's been a it's been a while. It's been a while <laughs> since I experienced this. I mean, it's, we experience church every single time, like every single Sunday, and but it was different. It wasn't really 
church. I wouldn't really call it. It's it was just hungry <laughs> worship leaders and church leaders just coming together in one room and being like and throwing themselves at the feet of God and being like, God, I need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need you because ministry is hard. Truth be told, it is hard. It is draining. It is breaking. It is. It has. It has its good sides, but it also has its interesting sides. <laughs> and it's okay to just go and be like, you know what? I'm, and I, I like that we were, it, it's a, it was a congregation of like-minded people. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to worry about, uh, and people have said this, you didn't have to worry about who is standing next to me. How am I going to act? Or should I do this? Or should I? And I like how... how uh, uh, John, I, I forget the second name. Nicholas. One of the the first speaker. Was he John? Oh, Bob Sorkin. Bob Sorkin. Yeah. yeah, he. Where we got to a point, uh, and the songs were coming from the congregation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where he gave people a chance, an opportunity to uh, listen and just press into the Holy Spirit and be like. Hey, whatever he puts on your heart, just put it out there. Yeah. Just sing it. Just, just yeah. do it. Yeah. It was, it was just so powerful. It's all, like to be honest with you, I was so, so disobedient in the in the in the moment because, <laughs> and I and I told I, I told her about this because I feel like the Holy Spirit told just literally put a song on my heart to sing, but I uh, and I, I was like. What if the team I came with thinks I just sang because other people were singing? Mm-hmm. Like th- this is what I, what was going on in my head. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna sing. And he's like, sing it. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> sing it. <laughs> and it got to a point where I feel like my heart started pacing to a point that I feel like I could have passed out. Like seriously, dude was being was just, was just kept on telling me sing the song. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> so it was. It was kind of like, a, and 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 there are very many worship lead, worship leaders or pastors or youth like that are in this at, at that place where you feel you you literally know that God speaks to you and he, sometimes he tells you to do something and some it's not it's not a it's, sometimes it's not about you mm-hmm. and sometimes it's your obedience that, that might save someone's life and yeah. honestly I, I just prayed nothing not, nothing happened to the. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, but I mean, the song the Holy Spirit put on my heart ended up being sung by another person. Like someone just like just. So thankfully, sang. somebody else was obedient. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it was a lesson for me. I think there might be a lesson there. Yeah. If you yeah. don't yeah. do Doesn't what that... you're being told, it's still going to get done. Yeah. It's just going to yeah. get done by somebody else. That was else. one of the messages at Overflow was if you don't obey mm-hmm. God and His Spirit, He will give it to someone else to do. Now, before we're ragging on Joshua too hard, actually, <laughs> to his credit, uh, earlier this evening, yeah. we had Ignite, and oh, uh, yes. I was really touched when you shared because you were in that moment, that vulnerable moment when you felt like God prompting you to say something. And I'm quite sure that there's still that struggle in your head when you're like, I think I'm supposed to say this, but do I say this? And um, Joshua had had mentioned that he felt that somebody was there uh, this evening for the purpose of a healing. And um, 
And sometimes it can be scary to say that because you, when, when you feel like you're being uh, led to speak on behalf of what the Spirit's telling you, mm. you want to get it right. <clears throat> yeah. and, and you want to make sure that it's not, I'm not just speaking out of my own feelings that this is actually Jesus mm. prompting me through mm. the Spirit to do this. Yeah. And um, you got confirmation of that tonight. Yeah. Because funny enough, uh, go ahead, go ahead. And I, God forgive me, but funny <laughs> enough, that was uh, that was a, a war that had that uh, I guess <clears throat> that has happened the whole of today, like since morning. I felt the conviction in the morning that someone was uh, like had to receive a healing tonight, and I'm like, God, I was still doing the same thing as doing an overflow. <laughs> I just kept fighting. I'm like, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not gonna, but he just like. <laughs> I didn't have peace until I said it. Yeah, like right. until I, 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 like I, I just put it out there. I just kept feeling distracted and uh, like, but it's it is God. <laughs> it's yeah. just our and it's just our relationship with God. And I feel like these are learning moments. And for me, like uh, over that moment in overflow when I refused to do, it was a learning moment because after that I, I just kind of started feeling guilty. Like I'm like. God, I'm sorry. Like, mm. and but that's the beauty about our Father is that He takes you back. Mm. Like, He takes you back. And honestly, for me, of all, like overall, overflow was was a renewal. It was mm. just a refreshment, yeah. uh, and I needed it. It's good. Well, I, I I've experienced the same thing. I. You're now hearing being from Dan disobedient uh, and not wanting to go there again. And so I'm glad to he hear the continuation of this story that that uh, it's so much better when, when we are obedient. Yeah. So we're blessed so much more than, than what we would have given out. And yes, I. My name's Dan, and, and <laughs> don't don't stop uh, now because it's your turn, Pastor Shelley's husband. Um, and uh, this is my second year having gone to Overflow also. And, and I was most impressed by uh, John Nicholas, who's their worship pastor, and the quality of people he brought in. We talked about Bob Chorje and, and Rob McDonald. And the guy that I uh, was most impressed with was a Grammy Award-winning worship pastor from Nashville mm -hmm. named Dwan Hill. Mm -hmm. And... It was just a simple illustration. He pulled out this pure white mm -hmm. piece of paper and said, um, uh, create in me a clean heart of God. Mm -hmm. And then we mess it up. We crumple it up and, and we, we mess it up. And then we try in our own strength to straighten it out and make it right. But it's still a torn up, crumpled piece of paper. That until we... Uh, Give it to God. He is the one who creates a clean heart. That There's nothing I can do. Amen. All I can do is just beg, please, <laughs> create in me a clean heart. It's um, a quote from Psalm 51. And that uh, psalm, and if you're listening today, maybe this is what God wants you to hear. Um, it was a psalm of David. And it was after a horrible failure. Um, 
he was he was guilty of of murder. He was guilty of adultery. And um, the woman that he was with, that he now took as his wife, who was actually someone else's wife, and he had arranged to have the the husband killed. That's a pretty awful circumstance. But then to make it worse, she was pregnant and lost the child. And it was in that moment when he said, create in me a clean heart. Um, he, was, he was that broken. He was, he was that destitute. He was that sinful. And to recognize, I mean, how awesome the Spirit is that in the Old Testament, pre-Christ, that David could have the understanding that could only be given to him by God that you can give me a new heart. You can give me a new life. You can give me a new chance. Um, so kind of with that, Dan, obviously, I, I know that even in retelling the story, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's emotional for you. Um, but from, from that, what, what did you see going on around you during, during this worship moment with him? Yeah, I would just echo what other folks had said. It's just uh, a refreshing experience to be amongst worshipers and uh, to hear uh, uh, people that, again, well-respected who would just bare their souls to us. And, and, uh, and that gives us that desire, helps us to have that desire to be like David, a man after God's own heart. That's even even with his sinfulness. I mean, we're we're all broken, and I I'm no better than David, uh, but I want to be the man after God's own heart. Amen. So good. All right, Shelley, bring us home. Tell <laughs> us, home. tell you know, us uh, what what moments you had. Yeah. And, and well, first of all, I think just sitting here and listening to everybody's feedback, we've never done this. We should have like. <laughs> had a, a debrief. Yeah, a debrief when we got back. So it's so neat to hear all the different experiences. The one thing about Overflow is there's so many breakout sessions, you can't possibly hit them all. So it's neat that we bring such a big team. And I think we were one of only two churches that brought the size of team, and um, they're very appreciative of us, and they have no idea how appreciative we are of them. Yeah, I hope you all filled out the little things. But um, We'll send them a link. So send they can. them a link. There you go. There you go. This was my video response. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, but for me, it was like, bam, right at the beginning. God mm. just got a hold of me. And um, I love Bob Sorge. He is a brilliant author. And his... Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's a, he is a man who used to be a worship leader and a pastor and had a serious vocal injury, so he talks like this. Mm. <laughs> and so it's, it's a little hard to listen to him, but it was so gripping. Mm. And he started the service out the very first session with an altar call. If anybody needs to get right with God, <laughs> people just right. came down. And then about halfway through his session was a second altar call for people who wanted to reconsecrate themselves. And he goes, so if you see people down here without their shoes on, I mean, I ripped my boots off and I'm down there. He, um, all I can say is the conviction of the Holy Spirit was so heavy on me. And I wanted so much just to have 
a moment of just being with him in this intimate communion time, and I could not get back up off the floor. It was so amazing. Um, but he, he spoke about what it means to be a carrier of the presence of God. And interestingly, you brought up the ark earlier, and he used the analogy of how David tried twice to move the ark. And the reason the first time was a failure is because he tried to do it like the Philistines. And he used a cart, and it was a smooth, good-looking mm-hmm. cart <laughs> that ultimately killed a man because as the man reached up to try to steady it, he was killed. And the, the word that he said that really struck me is that he did not consult with God. It was in Scripture. It was in, in the old parchment, you know, scriptures of that day for him to be able to look at, but he did not go back and look. Eventually he did and found that he was supposed to be putting that up on a pole. You know, they were supposed to carry the ark by carrying right. it on poles. Right. And so he used that as an analogy of, of the shoulder being a place of storing the responsibility. And the responsibility that we all carry as worship leaders of, of recognizing the preparation of prayer and seeking the direction the Spirit wants us to go. Even, you know, Jillian, I think I, this just came to me, but I remember back when I first started here, there was a night that I felt foolish, but I felt like the Lord was saying, you were supposed to sing this song. And that obedience of me doing that, your obedience to come up in your gym clothes. <laughs> you weren't supposed and, to be able to make it from work. Yeah, you weren't supposed to be able to make it. Yeah. yeah, but it's those stupid little things, you know, stupid in my mind, little things that when we learn to step out in obedience, even when it may look, make us look foolish, that he didn't take the time, David didn't take the time to consult God. He decided to do it on a cart because it was the flashy, cool way of the day. And um, I loved what Bob Sorgay said that as our, our leading of worship is going to be clunky, it's going to be six steps and stop, six mm-hmm. steps and stop. And you did that brilliantly tonight. I watched you stop and listen. I watched you wrestling, and you obeyed. And just so you know, those little head games, you're not alone, man. <laughs> and disobeying, you're not alone. But, um, yeah, that story just wrecked me because there's too many times in my life that I fear man. And I fear how people will see me or I fear opinions or I fear that we're not flashy enough. Or I told Pastor Rob when I got back, one of the things that bugs me the most is if, if, if I don't get these nice smooth transitions mm-hmm. between songs. And that's something he jumped all over. He's like, <laughs> you are not supposed to be a YouTube list. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are right. supposed to be listening to the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it will be clunky. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it will be uncomfortable. But that obedience to his Spirit is Mm. It's everything. So, yeah, that's what I came home with. <laughs> Amen. Well, Carry that ark on the shoulder because we're storting, we're storting something that's beyond us. It's his presence. Well, and, and being willing to do it his way, yeah. even if it doesn't look like it you know, makes sense to us. Yeah. Joshua, I think you're wanting to say something. No, yeah, uh, he was. She was talking about Bob Sage, and I just remembered a brief moment. We were coming from our hotel room, 
found the dude pacing in the yes. eye. Like he was on the same floor with us. Dude was walking and, and then when he saw us, he's like, hey, hey. <laughs> he walked up to us. It's like, they, I think he was writing a sermon or something. I mm-hmm. just started talking to us and explaining the whole sermon. He's like, so this is what I want to talk about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he shared with us. So <laughs> I love that. It was, for me, it was actually inspi- like mm-hmm. very inspirational. Like, do, like he was literally, mind you, a hotel, like if, a hotel is not mm-hmm. just for Christians. Like, mm-hmm. ev- like everybody mm-hmm. is, in, is in there. And some places were like were like wrecked of weed, yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but just being for seeing him so bold and just mm-hmm. get out in the island, mm-hmm. just start walking around. And mm-hmm. some people say Christians are crazy, but like, it's a good crazy. It's the good it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, we're with a lot of good, crazy people tonight. <laughs> and on that note, we will we'll wrap up our episode. Uh, we thank you for listening to us, and uh, thank you guys all for sharing. Uh, I think it was great for all of us, even to each other, to be able to hear some of the yeah. things that stuck out and kind of bring back some of the memories of, of what you had a couple weekends ago. Um, they do have the Overflow con- uh, Conference online mm-hmm. where you can check out some of the videos. And then also you can plan on, I'm sure they're going to have it next year. Yep. And it's in February sometime. Uh, Who's next going year. next year? Look, all these hands. Um, so uh, be looking for that opportunity. Uh, talk to Pastor Shelley or Pastor Zach if that's something that you're interested in in the future. And uh, we'll be sure to try to make some announcements as that time comes around to register. But for today, that is our episode of the Shepherd's Podcast. And just ask that you would continue to spread the word about what we're doing and uh, to find out more about the church, more about the podcast, go to shepnas.org and also follow us on social media. Go to the platform that you listen to on and give us a five-star rating so that that'll help us spread the word to others. For Pastor Shelley, Pastor Zach, Pastor Joey that's not here, I'm Joe. Thank you for listening today. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.